Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We continue through our examination of the book of 1 Timothy, and we're up to the second chapter. And remember what we looked at in the last couple of episodes, that Paul was encouraging the men in every place to lift up holy hands without wrath and dissension, without anger, without argument. And then he said this, when we looked at this in the last episode, at verse 9, second chapter of 1 Timothy, Likewise, I want women to adorn themselves with proper clothing, modestly and discreetly, not with braided hair and gold or pearls or costly garments, but rather by means of good works, as is proper for women making a claim to godliness. So in the last episode, we looked at and examined how what was occurring here was that there was a group of ladies among this portion of the body of Christ that were really just treating uh, the public gathering, the corporate gathering, like it was some form of a fashion show. They were putting on the show. They were putting on the ritz, as the saying goes, okay? And it was being highly distracting, but it was also opening the door for some things. It's being distracted because they were flaunting wealth, apparently. They had gold. They had pearls. They had the time to have their hair done and all braided, and they had very costly, as the Scripture describes here, costly garments. <clears throat> so you'd have that element of uh, showing off the riches in that way. And then you have the element of how distracting that would be to the men, okay, of how it would be distracting to the men. And Paul was saying, oh, this, it isn't proper to do this. You need to be more modest. You need to be more discreet. And you need to manifest your true godliness by the works that you do, not by these shows. <clears throat> now, I'm going to read the next uh, five verses. And these verses are often on my <laughs> very um, uh, debated within the body of Christ. Is that the way to put it? <clears throat> Excuse me. <laughs> A little froggy this morning, right? Um, let me just read all these verses together. We can get the idea of what's going on. Then we'll talk about it. Verse 11 flows right out of that. It's uh, out of verse 10. So it says, uh, that it's proper for a woman who makes a claim of godliness to have good works. Now, verse 11, a woman must quietly receive instruction with entire submissiveness. But I do not allow a woman to teach or exercise authority over a man, but to remain quiet. For it was Adam who was first created and then Eve. And it was not Adam who was deceived, but the woman being deceived fell into transgression. But women will be preserved through the bearing of children if they continue in faith and love and sanctity with restraint. Well, is there any more or less politically correct portion of the scripture than that right there? And you can imagine all the hubbub that comes about in the various ways that this has been interpreted. And generally speaking, misinterpreted. Okay, generally speaking, misinterpreted. Uh, I think the best thing to do is just to sit there and say, okay, what is the word saying right here? Well, Paul was saying that a woman must receive instruction uh, quietly with entire submissiveness. When we hear that word submissive, people just go off on the deep end. 
And it's the idea of control and obedience and subjection. It really is. That's what the word means. But it's not a caveman mentality. So here's what uh, the church sort of finds themselves. Nobody can sit there and tell you dogmatically, okay, this is exactly what Paul meant with this passage. Okay, Nobody knows for sure. It could be one of several things. I'll give you some options. Uh, some people believe that a, a woman should never lead or teach men in any church in any way. Okay, That's one stance. And, you know, I've been in some churches like that. Uh, I don't think I've ever been a member of a church or been uh, involved like that in a church that had that mindset, though they would say it, but then you had a bit of a problem because they would let uh, a lady teach a Sunday school class, for instance, and that kind of thing. More often than not, they would let the women teach the children, that type of thing. But I'll give you an example. Uh, oh, long ago and far away, um, I was still in college and was, uh, I don't remember how I wound up getting into this, but some, so a guy had called and wanted me to come lead the music at his church for a couple of weeks. They just needed help for a couple of weeks. And I was just starting to do this. I was very young. I don't even know, maybe 21, 22, something like that. And just starting to lead music. And this was uh, when you were leading in a traditional sense in a Baptist church, that kind of thing. And so I went to this church, and it was a, a wonderful church. Went there that Sunday morning. And we had a, a, a good service, just your basic service you would expect. And uh, and at the end of it, some people made some announcements. Okay, well, I come back that evening for the worship service, and the pastor was just apoplectic. I mean, he was just so distraught. He was so bent out of shape. Uh, I mean, he he was very very apologetic. He was very embarrassed. That's probably the best term for it. And he came up, was talking to me. He said, "I'm just I'm so so sorry about what happened this morning." I, I just cannot believe that happened. And I'm standing there thinking, what are you talking about, my brother? I mean, I really like this guy. He's a fine guy, you know. But what what's the problem here? The problem was that after the service was over with, when some announcers, announcements were being given, that a woman had stood up and had made an announcement. She had given an announcement about an upcoming event or something like that. And he was just beside himself. Because a woman spoke in church. Now that is not at all what's being spoken of here in this passage. Okay, that's not what's happening in the midst of this thing. Because when you look at the balance of Scripture, you find out that men and women are equal within the kingdom of God. But when you look at the balance of Scripture, particularly what was noted here in this passage, I think there's little hints that are given us. And over the next episode or two, we'll look at these hints and see what they are, okay? And so this thing where it's that a woman, uh, that a woman should never even speak in a church. No, 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 no. That's just uh, the foolishness of man. And often that mindset has been used by men to control women and, and some really bad things have come out. Uh, one, another school of thought, uh, people think that women shouldn't lead in the church, but they can teach. And the idea being if they've been properly trained, which I'm not wild about that type of phrase, uh, I like the idea that if they know the Word of God, then they can teach. I think a great example of that is uh, Kay Arthur. Well, I do a lot of her precept studies and things like that. And she's a marvelous teacher. She's actually a great preacher. I have no problem saying she's a great preacher. Uh, she would never, ever say that. She would say that she teaches and she leads. 
and even her uh, organization and what they've done the last 40 years, uh, she is under the authority of her husband. And that's going to be the greater picture that we see right here in this passage. Okay, is that Paul is addressing some things that were happening in this church. And that's another school of thought that people think. They think that Paul is speaking just to these Ephesian women, that they shouldn't be leading this way because they've been deceived. That they've been deceived by the people that had come through. Remember in the first chapter that had wanted to be teachers of the law? And Paul said they don't even know what they're talking about themselves, and yet they want to be teachers of the law. And so there's people who think that these women had been deceived in that way. <laughs> and, you know, with these three options right here, I, I land solidly in the middle of all of them. I think all three of them have truth. Okay, I think all three of them have understanding for what was going on in the church at Ephesus and also uh, what happens in our bodies, uh, the body of Christ today. And I think what we'll see later, we'll have to wait to the next episode about this, uh, when he says that he doesn't allow a woman to teach or exercise authority, that teach or exercise authority over a man is important. Okay, And then when he gives the example of Adam and Eve, that's really, really important. Now, it's important with each one of these three understandings, and there's more understandings about what this passage means right here. The bottom line with all of it, particularly the church at Ephesus for now, is that there were some women here that were not living the way they were supposed to. And Paul was telling Timothy, you need to deal with them. Okay, You know, you tell them to quit flaunting themselves this way. Tell them to quit uh, usurping authority, which they had done because of the flaunting and the visibility that get, to quit doing that and live humbly before the Lord. Well, I'm way past time here, so I'm Dale. I'll see you again next time, okay? Goodbye.